0: What's up Today's Today crew? Hope y'all are having a phenomenal, phenomenal day. My name is Colin Child. I'm the founder and CEO of the Today's Today community here to help you crush your goals more consistently, by crushing them on a daily basis. If you like the sound of that, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Make sure you go over to wherever you are listening to this podcast. Leave a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts and leave your social media in that review so that way I can tag you on whatever social media platform you are on. Um, but today we've got my good buddy, Steve. Steven Yost here on with us today. And we're just going to basically be having kind of like a conversation about what is going on in business right now. What are we doing? Uh, what are we working on? What are we having fun with? So on and so forth. Uh, but, Steven, why don't you go on and introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are?
1: Awesome. Thanks, Colt. I appreciate it. Um, so, I recently moved back to the Houston area. Um, I went to high school here, um, went on a church mission for a couple of years. I lived in Argentina. And then um, wanted to go back to playing college football in Wyoming, where I was at. But that didn't happen. Ended up back here in Houston and got into the restaurant world. Um, I loved, love, love, love food. Uh, Not only uh, eating it, but serving it to others. Because I know, you know, how great it makes me feel. And so the restaurant business just um, sucked me in. And and for about 20 years, uh, restaurant business, you know, here in Houston, the Papa's Restaurant Group. Um, I did that for a while. Um, I worked for Cullen's while that was opened in the Clear Lake area. And then uh, Zoe's Kitchen actually brought me out to Phoenix to help. Uh, I got my whole uh, market to myself out there. So um, restaurants were great, Um, other than it doesn't necessarily mean it's a great family life (laughs) that goes along with it. So um, a friend of mine introduced me to retail. I got on with them for a little bit and um, realized I was really good at making other people money and was looking for an opportunity to be able to keep more of it and to build a business for myself. And so I um, started my own business about two years ago, and it's been, I mean, for a lot of people, COVID has been a demoralizer, um, which, I mean, especially those that i worked with in the hospitality world, I could only imagine, you know, what's going on, you know, with them, wondering if the restaurant's even going to open up again, Um But man, these last four months have been absolutely bonkers for me. And I've absolutely loved every bit of it.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, and it's really kind of funny how some businesses right now are just absolutely crushing it and thriving during COVID. Uh, And then some businesses, I mean, they're just like dead in the water like shooting a fish in a barrel. <laughs> it's like you're gonna hit something. Um, and for them, it's just killing their business left and right. And they can't get out of that barrel and shots are just being fired left and right. Um, but Ooh. I think it kind of comes down to two types of businesses that are succeeding right now are the ones that are willing to innovate and the ones that are willing to communicate with their, with their customers and clienteles. And I know you're a part of a business that is very high on communication with your clients. And then two, it's an innovative business of itself. Like I used to be in the same business that you were in and they were always like, Hey, we're doing this new, Hey, we're, we're innovating in this way. Hey, we want to serve our clients in this way, so on and so forth. And so you, you're, you're a part of that organization that is very innovative from day one and the fact that COVID just they're like, okay, well, that doesn't change anything for us. That just means we need to be with our customers and clients even more. I think a lot of businesses that are able to focus and say, hey, COVID doesn't change anything for us. Our mission is still let us serve our customers. We need to find any way that we can possibly do that. We just may have to do it in a little different of a way, are genuinely just going to thrive during this time and are going to dominate in their markets, especially after COVID Now, there are some businesses that can try and dominate in any way, shape, or form, like a restaurant, right? It's very difficult for them to do that because they're so limited in what they do. You know, me being a bar owner, uh, like I'm very limited in what I can do within that business to be able to serve my clients, to be able to reach my clients. Like half of the businesses had to shut down entirely just because of the state regulations. Um, but there's still other things that we can do to continue to communicate with our clients
1: and serve them just in a different way. So absolutely. And, and I've had, I've had people that have been in my past that they're seeing numbers at their restaurant, like grow exponentially I mean, because it's, it's not high dollar point. It's something that it's easy to pick up. It's something for their family yeah. and, mom, dad can pick up a six pack of Corona's along with it. Right. And where before that didn't even exist. You had to, you had to make two stops, but now it's all in one place. And I think if you're able to make people's lives easier by bringing services together, then yeah, it's going to make, make you stand out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think
0: it's too. And somebody pointed this out to me just the other day and I was like, Hey, that actually makes a lot of sense is people are no longer going out for what they need. They're staying within their city. So we're seeing an influx. So like where my bar is located at, right? We're seeing an influx of that geological area, though that community, those people that live there coming out to the, the bar slash boutique, right? Coming out to those restaurants that are there. And the same goes for, for all the other restaurants, right? They're no longer going 10, 15, 20 minutes to go get food. They're going to right there in their specific area was actually helping a lot of businesses increase and see their numbers grow um, just in general. And I think a lot of cities too are seeing their, their taxes um, or sales tax or whatever it may be. Like um, this one particular person pointed out that our local city tax, they were saying, Hey, no, we're actually seeing an increase in that not a decrease. Like everybody was thinking because our city everybody that's within the city is shopping within the city they're not going outside of the city for it they're staying within city lines which is increasing our their revenue so I means some of our numbers are down but in other instances some of the numbers are up just overall in, in, within the community which is cool that's very cool so yeah So let's talk about this. And and I want to get your thoughts on this. So I'm doing this 30 day challenge, right? You know, a podcast Mm -hmm. a day, no movies, no TV. Okay. One movie a week, right? I limited myself to one movie a week because I can't go cold turkey with no movies (laughs) and no TV. I am way too much of a movie buff. Um, And honestly, I've learned a lot of lessons from movies and from TV shows that have translated into my business to my business success really, and to personal life success in general. So I take a lot out of movies and TV shows rather than just the entertainment out of it. But I'm shifting more from like, okay, let's stop learning those lessons from there. And let's go back to the books because I've never been a big reader, right? Like I've always read books. Um, and i will probably read maybe one or two books on average a month, um, or at least I'd listen to it on Audible. And now I'm like, okay, let's go 30 days with no movies, no TVs whatsoever. Let's see how many books I can get through then. And then let's create a podcast today and a YouTube video a week. But oh, let me get your thoughts. What do you think about that kind of challenge?
1: Uh, I think it's amazing because with as much as goes on outside, it is the time that you're being... Or the time that you're spending are, are you creating a better you or are you just kind of going to like a mind-numbing area yeah. right and so with the you know I was I was given that uh, I wasn't necessarily given the challenge but I just saw that hey if I'm going to be at home and working I have to compartmentalize my day like I have to be focused otherwise it's so easy to just to, sh- to you know with kids and tv and everything else to not stay focused and so um, now, you say you, you, you don't like to read, and that equates to two a month. I don't like to read, and that equated zero a month for, unless it was work-related from yeah. the time I graduated college. And so that was even more of a struggle for me. But when I started finding things that actually – I knew if I put my time into it, it was going to make me better. And so Audible has been fantastic for me. Uh, I've probably read 15 or listened to 15 books in the last six months, Yeah, Um, just for the fact that, hey, I have something that that interests me. And I can do it while I'm doing other things. I'm not one to, you know, sit down with a book. But when I have another couple of people that have been able to hold me accountable and that we're reading it together, it makes a total difference.
0: Yeah, yeah. That accountability definitely is a big thing, especially when it comes to reading books. And this kind of goes for anybody, whether they're going to do a challenge like this or not, or create a challenge for themselves like this or not. Um, The accountability is way too crucial when it comes to your personal development. I think a lot of people don't think that they need to have that accountability, or they just don't have that accountability whatsoever for their personal development, although they may have it for like their business development or their business in general. Um, or their significant other, or whatever it may be. But I think it's really important to have that accountability and create that space for accountability within our personal development. That's one reason why I went to social media with this challenge. Like, I could have easily done the challenge all on my own and told nobody about it, right? But there's not any accountability in that. Um, now, I have a couple accountability partners that I could have been like, hey, like I'm doing this. I need you to help keep me accountable to it. But I wanted, one, more accountability to it. Two, I wanted to show like that you can do these stupid little challenges like on your own and share it with your social media Um, but three like this is just something that's going to be fun like I'm creating so much content I've created a lot of content and I create a lot of content just in general so to take Mm -hmm. 30 days and be like okay I'm going to like take that notch not up like one or two but take that notch up like by like 15 um, then yes (laughs) like it's just going to be a fun time like the podcast I did last night, it was probably seven minutes of me just kind of sitting here of and talking about like what the challenge is, like why I'm doing it. And then it's just funny as all get out. I mean, like I think afterwards I laughed probably 10 or 15 minutes as I was listening to the replay of it and just like, this is hysterical. Like this is so freaking funny. And it's just like me being like stupid and goofy talking about this challenge because it's not anything like that's major or like super right. life changing although it is going to be life-changing because of the amount of content that I am creating for others to consume, but I'm getting myself on a, on a more consistent basis of creating on a bigger scale um, than, than what I'm used to doing, even though I already create a lot of content. So it's just going to be- Oh yeah, a, for
1: sure. I just content. got done um, reading the or listening to the book by David Goggins, and, and he had a thing where he gave a challenge after each chapter. And yeah. those challenges are like, Okay, you you gotta you gotta dig deep and figure out who you are and what you're capable yeah. of doing. Your spy is like, hey, let, hey, let's have fun. Like let's, let's, totally let's just fun. have fun and create something. Like I think way too many
0: entrepreneurs, especially right now, are getting trapped in the consumption and not in the creation phase. And mm-hmm. like, and I am all about listening and taking things in and learning lessons and, and personally developing. But if we're never going to share those lessons with people or share that content that we're consuming with other people. I think it's kind of pointless for us to be consuming it. And I've been consuming content for years and yes, I've been creating content for years, but I'm like, all right, now it's hammer time for me to create more than I'm consuming. Like, yes, I'm still Mm -hmm. going to continue consuming. That's why I'm reading these books, right? But I want to create 10 times more than I'm consuming because one, that's going to leave the mark on the world. And two, that's going to go create lasting change, whether it be through my clients, my customers, or even just my friends um, in general. So I think it's it's an important shift that a lot of content creators and entrepreneurs also need
1: to consider. But I think there's the other part that goes along with it too, is that you already have a following, right? So this thing... People already look at you and say, hey, I wanna be where he's at. So yeah. if he's gonna do something like that, you're you're now inspiring a whole other, you know, segment to do what you're doing. It may not be to the full extent, but it's yeah. inspiring them, like, hey, you know, listen, I, I've probably screwed up more podcasts than you've even recorded. Right. So at least, hey, let's just get started. No you're gonna screw up and it's gonna yeah. be okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's so crucial. And it it's really kind of funny. Um, when people look at super successful people, they're like, man, they did it, they won. It's like, no, they just failed more times than you did. Yep, exactly. And that's all success is. It's like failure that is building a platform for us to be successful. So, I mean, it's, it's, I don't on a daily basis, I don't go out and be like, man, I just want to fail today. But like when I have a failure, I'm like, hell yes, I'm learning something. I'm getting excited about something. And that also means if I'm failing at something, I'm Doing something because way too many people are like, well, if I'm not if I'm not going to be successful at it, then I'm just not even going to try. I'm not going to do it. And I was like, uh, no. Like my YouTube videos, right? Like I am not the best editor in any way, shape, or form. Like my intro, it's not a bad intro, and I'm working on making it better. But like when I first created it, I was like, dude, this is this is so bad. I mean, this is like bad, bad. <laughs> and so I worked on it a couple times. and finally got to it. And I was like, okay, this is this is decent. It's not where I want it to be, but at least it's decent. Um, And it's just a slow process of like, all right, I failed. Okay, let's work. Go again. Let's see how this works. No, that didn't work. Okay. Let's go again. Let's see how that works. Hey, that's finally works. And it is successful. Everybody's like, wow, that's so cool. Like, how'd you learn how to do that? I was like, I just failed a whole bunch of times and laughed at myself.
1: (laughs) Right. And, And plus, because you, you have, I know in talking with you, you've got a bigger picture. It's not just like, "Hey, I need to do this one thing, and if I don't do it, then I'm going to give up." Like yours is like, "Hey, it doesn't matter because my 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 why or my 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 big picture is already there, and I know I can't get there unless I get through this process and become better for sure." Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just putting the pieces of the puzzle into place. And, you know, if anybody who has ever done a puzzle, and I know that's super not 2020, and that's not even like <laughs> millennial or Gen Z or anybody. They're like, "Man, a puzzle, dude. I haven't done a puzzle in years." If they've even touched a puzzle. So, if you're if you're listening to this and you've never done a puzzle, go do a freaking puzzle because you're going to like sit there and you're going to look at the big picture and then you're going to try taking those little pieces and you're going to put some in places and you're like, oh wait, no, that doesn't fit. It needs to go over here. And you're going to, that's going to happen left and right. And you're going to understand what it means to just like sit there and try and be like, okay, this goes here. No, it doesn't. Okay. That needs to go there. And then you start building and then you realize that your picture is becoming clearer and clearer until you built that picture and you're like whoa this is so cool and everybody looks at the final piece and I'm like wow that's awesome but they didn't see all the work that you put into actually creating that puzzle and that's all failing is is just creating that puzzle so creating that master that master vision
1: yeah so I mean just looking at what's going on with I think going back to what you're talking about the companies that are succeeding are the ones that hey listen we're, we're trying something and if it doesn't work we got to pivot quick because if we're just thinking like, hey, well, it'll be fine. I can just pick right back up when COVID's over. Yeah. No, and I mean, you've already seen like there's people that are getting laid off that, you know, businesses are completely shuttering, but the ones that have pivoted quickly, like repeatedly, yeah. like, hey, this doesn't work. This does work, you know, then then you're going to find that that niche. And I, I can say, you know, for me, like I never once thought of doing business outside of Houston because there's 6 yeah. million people here. I mean, even if you were to divide it up, There's so many people that live here, but the way that I was meeting people and the way that I was talking to people, like you're not going to go up to you know a person in a grocery store right now because that's weird. Where six months ago it was perfectly fine. (laughs) So you know being able to still a little weird
0: six months
1: ago. (laughs) I'm all over the country now, right? You know I'm in eight different states being able to talk to people. It's just a different way of doing it. But that's just going to be another layer of success that no matter what happens here in the future, I yeah. now have a skill that a lot of people that are just waiting and hoping that they're old could could happen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, and that's really cool too that you know you branched outside of the city. Um, you know, that's one thing that we did with the rum cake business as well is we started shipping. Like, we got the online store so that way anywhere in the U.S. could order a cake and get it shipped directly to their door. Which isn't something that I had planned on really doing for probably another year or so because there is so many businesses here in Houston. Like, one of our target clients is coffee shops and entrepreneurs that have customers and clients because we love doing wholesale. I hate the one-to-one sales. And don't get me wrong. If you're listening to this podcast and you want to order a rum cake. You go to rumcakeescape.com and you. Go- go order yourself a rum cake. and I am so happy to serve you. But our main target clients are going to be bigger clients that are ordering 20, 30, 50, 100, 200 cakes at a time, not just ordering one cake here and there. And that's just all that's how the business model was built, right? Now we're set up to serve people that want to serve, you know, just get one or two cakes every once in a while. That's phenomenal. And I love you. Um, But it's still one of those things, like, there's so much business here in the Houston area, I don't even really have to go outside of the Houston area in order to to serve my customers and clients. But because of COVID, because I'm like, all right, we need to innovate, we need to continue to grow. And I have people outside of my geological area that's asking for these cakes, and they want it to be shipped. Like, I mean, I'm shipping to like Oklahoma, New York, California, Colorado, New Mexico, I'm shipping all over the place. Um, And it's all because we needed to innovate. And then, we can do that um, because we continue. And, and I like the word that you said, pivot, right? And I, there's something that I want to talk about so freaking badly when it comes to the word pivot, but because of legal reasons, I can't talk about it just yet. I cannot talk about it just yet. But for those that are listening to this podcast, you Best be watching and best be listening over the next couple of months because there is going to be something that is huge that is dropping with the word pivot in it <laughs> and it's going to be so freaking cool and I'm super excited to be a part of that project. Um, but every time I hear the word pivot, man, I'm like, ooh, I'm
1: getting excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so, so yeah, and so I would say out, outside of that, I mean, the, the, the reading side of, A couple of the other books that i've read was um like beyond positive thinking um which was huge and then i've always listened i've listened to think and grow rich on podcast or like on on audible but now actually like having it you know the, the the paper copy and reading it and being able to like hey that's more impactful like reading it in person taking notes like hey and then being able to notate like hey next year when i read this again I'm going to go back and see where I was mentally. And now where I am, it makes a lot more sense.
0: Yeah. It's really cool when you do that. Cause I have a couple of books that like, they were total life changers. They were total game changers for me. And I do, I highlight within the book or I put sticky notes within the book. So that way when I read them again and again and again, I can go back and I look and it's like, okay, in my business at this time, I was really focused on like this sentence. Now I'm in a different place within my business. And this sentence is really speaking to me. And so let's highlight and let's let's go over that. You're always going to get something new out of a book, no matter how many times you read. it. You could read a book a hundred times and get something totally new out of the book, especially if it's a really, really well-written book. Um, Like the one I'm going through right now is the four disciplines of execution. It is how on a corporate level, you are able to execute a strategy plan um, within your organization in order to make move your strategy forward, right? Building a strategy, that's the easy part, right? Anybody can build a strategy. And if you go to school and you get like an MBA, all they're going to talk about is st- business strategy, business strategy, business strategy. Um, you go to conferences, they're always talking about business strategy, business strategy, but it's the execution of that strategy that is so crucial because you're manipulating human behavior within the execution. It's not as simple um, of like, hey, this is now our new policy. You have to follow this, right? That typically is then right. going to go into manipulating somebody's personal human behavior, which is then going to either positively or negatively affect the per- of the that strategy. And so it's really cool to see in this book. Yeah. It's like, all right, how do we actually execute this strategy? So it's like this whole plan of, you know, not watching movies and TV for 30 days and creating a podcast every single day, and then creating a YouTube video once a week, right? And then reading as many books. And it's like, okay, that's the strategy. How do I go then and execute that strategy right how do i get my employees up up on that strategy and execute or helping me execute that strategy um or whether it's business development business is like hey we want to go do this how do we go execute that strategy as a team in an organization not just words right so yeah but i'm asking ask a like question
1: that. is there is there like a is there a question like a or a question for you? Like, is there some sort of a like a, a fear maybe that if you find a lot more fulfillment in what you're doing now, that you won't go back to TV shows? I mean, I know movies, that, that's that's yeah. a whole other thing for you, right? But that like, hey, you know what? I like I feel that way with sports right now. Like I grew yeah. up playing sports and my whole life revolved around sports. But when sports was taken away, and it's still not back entirely, right? Yeah. The, 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 that, that need for that I had before, like to be in every fantasy league and to to watch every game, like that's not there for me anymore. It's like the desire to build something that's like a, you know, the family business is a lot more exciting than watching someone else make millions of dollars where, hey, you know what? I want to go make that kind of money. Yeah, so
0: that's actually a really, really great question. So I don't think there's any fear in coming on the other side of this and saying, hey, you know, I'm really good. I don't, I don't need to watch movies anymore or watch TV shows anymore. Um, I don't think that's going to happen too much, but that's 30 days from now um, or 29 days from now. So I can't speak on that too much but as far as like kind of the fear factor I think there's underlying reasons why we do certain things like when I was growing up the reasons I loved watching movies and TV shows so much is because I could be me and I can watch a TV show and feel completely accepted within that movie even though I'm just watching it but like all my all my guards all my walls could just go completely down and I could just focus and be immersed in that movie right so for me it was very much safe place for me to just be I'm now in a totally different situation right I don't have to worry about those walls because I take those walls down left and right and, and fight for unapologetic authenticity um, and so it's a little bit different of a, a position but I think there was still obviously some I love movies because there really are no walls whatsoever within watching that movie. And I'm just moving that into like, okay, I have that here. I want to have that in other areas. I want to have that in every single area. How do I create a strategy that allows me to have that in every single area? And so coming on the other side of this, I'll see and I'll, create the space that those walls are no longer having to be there in any area that I'm at, right? So when it comes to like my content creation, you know, being a gay business entrepreneur, that's one aspect of my business that I don't ever really talk about on a super regular basis within my business or on social media. And the main reason being is I'm always getting these messages after I do so. And and sometimes it's people are like, man, why'd you have to say that word? Like why'd you have to do that? And I'm over here like, Why the fuck did I not do it, dude? Like, I mean, right. who the hell cares? Like this is just like that's me. Like you either take all of it or you don't take any of it. And I really don't give two to beeps either way. Right. So, It's one of those things like I'm creating that space and in my content creation, there's always, and and I'm very upfront about all of my fears that I have with my content, right? I've always known that I was gonna be super big. I've always known that I was gonna be speaking on big stages in front of hundreds of thousands of people and reaching millions of lives around the world. I've always known that. There's always been a little bit of fear within that Because I'm like, okay, if I do do that, they see all of me. They don't just see little bits and pieces that I want them to see. They see all of me. And it was moving when I first started on business, moving from a, I don't want them to see all of me to, hey, I want them to see all of me and I want them to know that I want to be unapologetically authentic to that so that way they can create that space for themselves in order to go flourish, in order to go thrive, to create legacies for their family, to go create abundance for their family and their friends and within their lives but that only happens when i break those walls down and i do that continuously and i do it in a very public way does that make sense so so oh, coming it makes total the upright, sense it's like hell yeah if i don't ever go back to movies that means that i'm growing in a direction that i need to be growing in order to go serve the world in the way that I want to serve them. So I wouldn't say there's any Definitely. kind of fear and coming and saying, "Oh no, I don't like movies anymore." It's like that one will never happen. I love movies. I'll never come on the <laughs> other, like, nope, not watching movies anymore. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> but looking at it in a different light, and then going into a different time, and saying, "I'm not consuming as much right now. I'm creating
1: more than I am consuming." So yeah, no, one hundred percent. I like I like. Yeah, I think I think that that the the way that you described it is exactly where I think more people should should look at these challenges. Is like, hey, I I want to be a better person. Yeah, I want to be more. I want I want I want to find my purpose. I want to serve more people. And because you know, again, I mean, to each their own. But you know, to sit on a couch and watch Netflix for an entire you know period of COVID. I mean, yeah. who did you help? I mean, if anything, you're you're you. You've, regressed rather than actually understanding, like, absolutely, I want to go help someone. What am I good at? How can I capitalize on those skills and and do something exciting that you're excited to wake up every day? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, all right. So we are coming up on time and man like these types of conversations, like this is one, the hope that I have for these podcasts that I'm doing on a daily basis is want to have like a whole bunch of fun and to like have that creative um, movement forward in the conversations that we're having and whatever conversations like they arise. Like, I don't even know who I'm talking to tomorrow for a podcast. Um, I don't know if I'm going to talk to anybody on a podcast tomorrow, or if it's just going to be me sitting there like, what's up, y'all? Let's have some fun. (laughs) So, but this is exactly the type of conversations that I want to have during these podcasts. Stephen, one, I want to say thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Uh, For those that are listening and you want to get more of uh, Stephen's story, more about who Stephen is and what he does. Make sure to look in the description box. His links are all going to be on there um, and how you can get connected with him as well. But before we go, is there anything that you want to leave people with, Stephen?
1: Um, Honestly, the world is, I guess there's a lot of people that want to tell you how terrible this world is, and it's not. There's so many good people out there, and as much good as you have within you, you, you just gotta let people know about it. Like, find a way of projecting your happiness and and what makes you happy, because you're gonna be able to connect with someone else that, that that ticks the exact same way as you. And I promise you, I mean, th- there's enough. If there's enough good of us that are all coming together, this whole narrative of how terrible things are will be eradicated. I'm not saying that there isn't. There there is, but there's so much more good than bad out there. It's just. Where do we, where are we putting the light on? Yeah. And I, 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 love what's been able to, to happen with, with my life because of my desire to become the best person I could be every single day I wake up. Yeah. And you know, there, I think that there's a lot of people that, that need to be told that, Hey, you are awesome. You have something in you that's special that people want to hear that people want to be a part of. You just got to, you got to open your mouth. You got to fail. You got to yep. be out there fail forward <laughs> and, and and do something great because you know whether it be uh starting your own business if it's starting your own podcast if it's you know starting to record you singing because you think you might be good or you might not why not just do it yeah. and because there's you're, you're going to give someone else that that desire to be something more than where they are right now and you never know where that's going to go so that that's what i got for you
0: I love it. I love it. Once again, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on. Everybody that's listening to this podcast, make sure you smash that subscribe button. If you gained some value from this, you had some fun with this, make sure you go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, go leave a five-star review. That definitely helps us boost in our ratings so more people can get access to this podcast, more people can become aware of this podcast, and then we can just have some more fun with it as well. Um, but we love each and every single one of you. We hope y'all have a phenomenal, 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 phenomenal day, and we'll talk to y'all soon.